0: Well, you are having a great week, everyone. Thank you for spending part of it with us. Welcome to the Coach McVay Show, presented by Microsoft Surface, J.B. Long, DeMarco Farr, and the head coach of your 2-2 two and two Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay, on a victory Monday. Always good to spend them with you. Yes, it is. Especially the overtime versions.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, we could have used without that, but it's amazing, J.B. and DeMarco. We were talking about it as a team, and you know, especially with so many young guys, man, what an amazing amount of lessons we've learned in the first month, and especially in that game yesterday where – I was really proud of the way we came out and then you know for us to relinquish that lead for them to come back and tie it up you know you give them credit but I think a lot of teams would have folded in that situation and I thought we played critical down football um, critical execution at the moments that we had to have it the most whether that was the defense getting the stop when they got the ball back with about a minute 40 left you know the second down tip by Hoyt uh, Quentin Lake making the breakup when we rushed five in the fire zone to then be able to earn an opportunity to go into overtime and Benny Sko with the tails call was big right there to be able to win the uh, you know to be able to win that so that we could end up getting the ball and then obviously Matthew went Matthew um, in that drive I thought the line I thought we were to mix in a couple runs and then to be able to close it out hitting Puka was big but man what what an amazing amount of things you can learn from and it sure is easier to take that in stride after you get the results you want but You know, we're still hunting up. You know, continuing to put together a full four quarters, and that's what you know is challenging about this league. It's also why you love it. We we got text messages, emails.
2: You guys should be happy, right? It's happy. That was a great game. You won in overtime. Let me ask the coach. I
1: mean, I'm sure you're happy. You're one, but do you feel like it shouldn't have gotten to overtime? Now, you know what? I don't want to minimize the yeah. job that Indianapolis yeah. did to Marco, you know, as well as anybody, how difficult mm-hmm. it is. And there's no style points in this league. And mm-hmm. so um, however you get it done, I think we can learn a lot more for the way that it went down. Now, do I wish that it had gone down differently based on some of the things that we can control? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do I think that from the way that it went down, we can take a lot more from it and we can grow more as a team? I I genuinely do. And so that's all we can do is, is learn from the previous things whether it be good bad or things we can improve on and that's coaches and players alike Um, that's what we did today and then uh, you know we'll shift and pivot our focus towards uh, an excellent team coming in here next Sunday and let's roll
0: Let's bask in that game winning drive a little bit. And uh, my broadcast partner, Maurice Jones, drew, pointed out that it felt a lot like the opening touchdown drive yep. of the game. Did you kind of go back to where you started in your game plan with the uh, the throw to Puka and then chipping away with your running back? We were able
1: to. You know, uh, the, the first play of the game was off of a drop back, but, you know, there were some similar things that we were hunting up. And, you know, it was a great job by the offensive line to be able to go longer developing play action on the first play of that overtime drive and to get 20 was big, JB. And then I thought one of the unsung plays was on the second down and eight that we had a couple plays later where Matthew moves in the pocket the line is just straining a little bit more and he finds Kyron for a check down to get us to a first down that was so big Um, I thought we had a couple big runs that we were able to mix in there and then ultimately the third and four um, you know good pickup by our guys great job by Matthew being able to find it but it was uh, that check down he had two check downs to Kyron that were big on that drive and um, but but that was uh, it, it. We did kind of go back to some things that we were doing early on and we could operate that way. You know, I, I'm a
2: big butt and gut guy, the old line. I mean, a reconfigured old line. And yeah. man,
1: does Kevin Dodson make
2: your line look
1: Huge. He does, and I thought he brought a sense of physicality. I thought he showed even athlete, uh, some really good athleticism on some second level blocks when we were running some perimeter type plays. Um, but he and Rob Havenstein had some really nice, you know, double teams at the point of contact. Um, I thought we were able to, you know, kind of stretch them horizontally, attack them vertically. I thought there was a good mixture, and I thought our guys executed at a high level. Um, but you're right, It you know, I was really pleased with Kevin Dotson. And I was also really pleased with Joe Noteboom's ability to, hey, I'm starting at guard, now I pivot back out to the left tackle spot. He battled, he strained. I thought Coleman and, and Rob were excellent. And, and Steve Avila, you know, continues to really produce at a very mature, consistent level for a rookie. So I thought those five guys were key and critical. Let me go back to those
0: checkdowns, because maybe the story of week two and three was like the disconnect in the passing game between Matthew and Kyron. Sure. So I love to see the individual individual progress leading to team results, right? It's
1: a it's a great point, JB. And and I thought, you know, especially just Kyron, just looking it in, you know, doing the things he's capable of. He's such a talented football player, but sometimes it's like, hey, you know, you're playing so fast that, you know, you're not you're taking for granted, all right, looking the ball all the way in and then getting vertical after the catch. But I thought that was a great reflection and illustration of, hey, they had it pretty covered. He ended up sliding in the pocket. They had good kind of nonverbal communication. He just slid. Matthew changes his arm slide and is able to hit him for the first of two checkdowns that he hit him on that drive. And those were big to be able to stay ahead of the sticks and only have the one third down, which was the third down and four in the high red. And then obviously we get the touchdown there.
2: I thought both backs were good. They were awesome. They were both great making nice cuts, setting up their blocks.
1: They were. I, I, I think it's well said and I think it's the truth. And I was really pleased. And Ronnie had a couple productive runs that ended up getting called back. Um, But I was really pleased with him. You know, he played, you know, a little under 25 snaps. And I think that was good to be able to get him in there. Kyron had another heavy workload, but I think those two supplementing one another is, uh, you know, is a really good combination.
0: How about that game winner? And I know Kyron picked up, you wow. know, made that rusher disappear, but uh, you get a coverage bus, you take advantage, you walk off winners.
1: Yeah. No, they, you know, you could see they were in a fire zone. They tried to communicate it a little something late, um, you know, with the stack and the, in the release pattern that we gave, they both ended up jumping Hopkins. And, uh, you know, we did a good job of being able to get it recognized and identify the five rushers. Uh, Kyron ended up taking speed coming off the edge. And then you could see, you know, Matthew ended up, you know, kind of putting it in a place where it was only Pukas. And then for him to be able to finish that was big and. Uh, there was a lot of excitement right there.
2: That's the only player that, that I have an eight year old. That her third grade classmates they they love Puka.
1: Everybody, they, everybody know, loves it, Puka. They yeah, do <laughs> you know Raheem Morris's son Jalen? He he loves him. And he goes crazy. And i mean, how do you know? I, I love Puka too. You <laughs> know? So he, phenomenal player. I love yeah. the way he blocks.
2: I mean he's he's involved in every single part of the offense i think you said was it champagne problems did we say that first world problems we, we, we did you, know, you champagne got, problems yeah.
1: you know because getting you know hopefully the goal is to be able to get cooper back you know yeah. let's let before we put the cart before the horse let's get him practice him. but you know hopefully we're able to have him and man you had another really good playmaker um you know and i think cooper's done such a good job of mentoring puka uh, even though he hasn't been playing through this first month, you know, they, I, I know you, you, I mean, how do you not love the human being Pukeniku is too with the humility, um, the respect he has for his teammates for this game and then just the way that he goes and competes. I mean, he's just checking a lot of boxes and he's just stayed the same. He has fun. He loves competing. You know, he loves that. He loves Cooper Cup. He loves his teammates. And um you know, I'm 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 happy for him, but but we are excited to get Cooper Cup back on the grass with us. That's a big boost, and I know I'm very happy about that as well.
0: I'm definitely coming back to that, but first, two rookie mistakes from Puka. First, you throw your first NFL touchdown into the second. Deck. <laughs> are the Rams getting that ball back? That's a
1: good question. You know, I I would I, I, I you have to ask him about that. <laughs> Somebody's got a good souvenir, though.
0: You got to respect him on the double pass now that we've oh, seen his arm, though. And then the other one is he left you hanging in the locker room with the game ball. You he, were searching for him, I weren't know. you?
1: I know. I think you guys were probably interviewing him on it the wasn't field. Me. You know, he was doing social media hits or whatever it was. But he came in uh, and, you I mean, what an authentic response, mm-hmm. even as he's coming in. And just the love. And, and you could see, like, guys like him are so easy to root for. Like, when you hear how happy his teammates are for him because of the humility and the way he goes about his business and the – You know, all those things, you know, like if if you don't love this guy or like what he's doing, then something's probably wrong with you. There's
2: another guy I like that had a great game. Big Rig Hig coming up big for you.
1: He did a good job. You know, he's he's been steady. He's been solid. Really happy to be able to get him extended to Marco. Mm -hmm. He's a guy that uh, he's been a glue guy, voted a captain by his teammates and. Um, you know, he's a special person, special player. He, he made a lot of big time plays for sure, and he did a lot of good stuff without the ball in his hands as well.
2: It's not easy to play tight end. It's not easy to play tight end in your offense.
1: No, it is not. It's not easy to play tight end yeah. in general in this league, especially when you ask them to basically be an offensive lineman on a handful of snaps, be a receiver on a handful of snaps, and all the different moving parts and and uh, and the nuances. and. And he does a great job of, of demonstrating his versatility and value to our offense.
0: We were talking with him about an hour ago in here about just the career milestone of getting another contract extension, what he remembers most about being a pro now through parts of eight seasons. He said three things, the Super Bowl ring, having that C on his chest now as a captain, and then having a bobblehead. <laughs> he put those awesome. three things together. The
1: bobblehead, together. huh?
2: It's an interesting third <laughs> That's one like right when there. he knew
0: that, that, that he had made it.
2: you have a bobblehead? I thought you had one.
1: I don't know. You he's know got, he's got a real statue. He's got a real statue. He needs, he that's he right. A you don't need he's a bobblehead,
0: but a statue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, back yeah. to the coop thing, and, and like you said, not putting the cart before the horse. But if and when he returns to action, hopefully as soon as Week Five against the Eagles, we're all dying to know. Like, how are you going to use him? How many mm-hmm. nights have you stayed up? Like, drawing things for the two of them together. I, I think Can we know before the Eagles. Or yeah, we have to wait you, know, see? What you
1: guys will know when I know too, because it's one of those deals that there's been an optimism and a hope that this could be the week that he comes back. But we want to see. You know, I. I think I think Reggie and his group have done a great job of, of working in alignment and in unison with Cooper, of, of getting him ready, getting him to this point. We'll start that clock and, and we'll see how he feels. And if he's able to go, then then we'll go with him. And um, there's a part of it of, man, we're really excited. It always starts with our guys. Um, and then there's an element of, all right, what does the opponent look like? What are the best ways to, you know, to try to utilize these players? And um, And that's what we'll do if we feel like he's going to be ready to go. Have not forgot about your quarterback Um, man. Does this guy get it? Uh, He can
2: play. He's got a world-class whip. We all know this stuff, but I like how he plays the game. If he's in pain, he won't show it, but he had to. Yeah. And he still gutted it out. You know what I mean? When I see a quarterback
1: in pain, I want to finish him off. Yeah. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? And he still made plays. He did. Yeah. It was uh, I kind of said it yesterday. It was vintage Matthew Stafford. Um, Took a good shot on on a bootleg where their end was right up the field, and you know credit them for making that play. But he just kind of hung in there, and then I thought once uh, you know once he got back into a rhythm, you know he just displayed guts, um, you know resilience, toughness, great command and communication, big time throws in the you know the moments that we had to have it. And I think when you look at the way, especially that overtime drive went. Um, You know, we put the game in his hands. He did a good job of being able to get us in and out of some different stuff. But uh, he came through in a big way. And sometimes I feel feel like that's when our guy's at his best. Yeah, when he's banged up. Do you
2: ever ask him, like, are you okay?" Or is that? Not even a part of your conversation I, yeah, with that guy.
1: I mean, I'm not that hard. <laughs> I'm just saying. But you know, it's, yeah. uh, you know, he's he's one of those guys, he doesn't want to usually talk about it. If he needed to come out, you know, I think it's more about are you able to still go? And mm. it's usually an irritating question to him. And, and he'll let me know if there was anything different. But uh, you'd have to rip him off the field in those situations. But that was uh, that was awesome stuff by him. He's a stud.
0: So he goes out there for the opening coin toss with Ben Skoranek, right? You lose that one. <laughs> but for, he's not there for overtime. It's just the Fort Wayne We might and have to N- keep a- that up, man. I mean, you know, we lost the opening toss. And Ben's kind of sticking with the tails never fails approach, it seems like. Do you get in his ear at all before I, no, that?
1: I don't get into it, but that was a big tails call Oh my right God, there. that was huge. That yeah. was.
0: Another big one that feels like a different game ago, but I want to revisit with you. Van's contested catch on fourth down. That was that huge. Quarter. Like how that shaped up the whole game and what it meant for him and for the team. I saw your reaction. It was ecstatic.
1: It was huge, you know, because I thought that two-play sequence, JB, you're talking about his fourth and three catch yesterday, right? You know, I I thought it's third and ten. What a good disciplined decision by Matthew to take the underneath, kind of just a little pivot route by Higby for seven. And it contested. They did a good job of kind of being able to play visual zone on him and India just dotted it underneath. So that gets us to fourth down and three. And then, you know, they did a nice job. They played good tight coverage, but there was good vision on the quarterback. Um, On the fourth down and three, Matthew clicks across the board and ends up finding Van and, and those two. What a huge play to be able to allow us to go up fourteen um, nothing on that drive. And a, and a couple plays later, Kyron a was was able to punch that in again. But that was a big play and to be able to be aggressive in some of those uh, windows when you're in that part of the field um, is big. You want to be able to keep it in your players' hands when you feel like the timing and the and the flow is right and. I thought that was a big play and that was huge for Van. I thought he made a nice, really good route and a uh, good throw and catch on the 13 yard completion on the sidelines that he had earlier in the game on that drive as well.
2: Superman went Superman again, 99. He is a stud. I mean, just rewind. And he repeat. did. Yeah. No, he, amazing. he was, yeah. Uh,
1: he was outstanding Demarco. I mean, he really was. And, Um, And there was a couple plays that he made that came back, you know, because of some penalties that were unfortunate, but he impacted the game in a huge way. Um, He beat some doubles. He ended up, you know, winning some of the isolations that he had. He made his presence felt in the run game. Um, I thought his pursuit, you know, on the one sack that he has, it's a three man rush. You just see the way that he leaves his feet ends up being being able to, you know, wrangle in a, a freaking stud and anthony richardson that guy's a problem i mean and then i think shane steichen and those guys do an excellent job but um he has really i mean his his level of play has been uh you know on uh, it's been really good stuff. when you talk ball
2: with him i mean
1: where does it come from like the motivation to be that Damn good. I think that's just who he is. You know, yeah. he's a he's always been one of those guys that uh, you know, like I've said before and we've talked about it to Marco, nobody has higher standards for Aaron than he does of himself. Um, And there's just something about the greats that the complacency never sets. You know, it just never sets in no matter what you've accomplished. And he loves it. You know, like these The one thing about these guys that are just great at it, they just love it. They love competing. They love stretching themselves. They love continuing to challenge themselves to improve. And, you know, there's an element of that process, your rhythm, your routine, but you love it all. And then, you know, when the lights come on, I mean, there's a focus and concentration and an ability to be totally immersed in your craft that just some guys are just different and that's what he's always been and when he gets into that mode um you know you're not asking him many questions you're just saying you go do your damn thing you're
0: dang right we love when he feasts on like an opponent weakness but it's just as cool to say you know what quentin nelson's one of the best in the game to do it me versus him that little three-play sequence that they had was that's one that i'll never forget yeah
1: it was awesome you know i got a lot of respect for him but Mm -hmm. uh aaron is uh He's a special, special player,
0: and it sounds like Richardson made an impression on you seeing him at field. He did, for the you know. I, I
1: thought even just to watch him string together, you know, a lot of good plays, and you know he was able to create some things off schedule. I thought, you know, the two seams that he completed in the pocket, he makes the go ball down the sidelines to Pierce. But you could just feel the athleticism, the composure. I thought he played with pretty good poise, and you know to be able to say you're down twenty-three, nothing, and then to be able to lead your team on twenty-three straight points, three scoring drives, two of which you needed two points conversions to keep the game alive you gotta give the guy credit and and I think uh you know I I got a tremendous amount of respect for their coaches and Shane Steichen and Jim Bob Cooter and those guys and um You know, and they're a team when you look at who they've played and how they've played through the first few weeks, you know, uh, it's it's a tough outfit and uh, definitely made a good impression.
2: I told you I was in the end zone when he scored and he did that little touchdown celebration. I'm like, good God, that guy's up in the air. But you handled them, though. You really did. I mean, they wanted to win that game as much as you did. And it came down to making a handful of plays. And I have to point out, you lose on Monday, short week, and then you go to OT and win it. I mean, that's. Huge. It was great. Yeah.
1: And it was, you know, I know our guys couldn't wait to go play again. A lot of travel, a lot of back and forth, but. I do think it was good to be able to say, all right, we go right back out there, you get up and now you go kick off and let's go. Uh, you're not necessarily hurrying up to wait like it felt like in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really pleased. I thought there was a lot of maturity demonstrated from a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of guys that were going through those situations for the first time. Hey, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses or anything about youth. That, that, that narrative is out the window, mm-hmm. you know. So, let's keep maximizing this team. I, I love the way these guys come to work. I think that consistency compounds in a Positive way and um, I was really I, I was I was proud of this group. I was proud of the resiliency, um, and now we're always going to keep striving for that improvement, and, and that will be no different. And even it wouldn't it would be the same dialogue and conversation I'd be having with you, even if we were able to put together a complete four quarters.
0: Looking at that game plan yesterday, I think a lot of people will say, okay, maybe lesson learned from Monday night football. It was balanced. It was diverse. Got a lot of different people involved. To what extent is that true? And to what extent is it a matter of well, getting up three scores and seeing a different defense and personnel in, in Indianapolis?
1: I think right. it's all of the above. Um, you mm. know, there's certainly some things, you know, you like I ask our players, you know, you want to be able to learn. And there were some different things that... Um, we didn't execute or We didn't recognize or, you know, I didn't do a good enough job, all of which is true. Um, and it's about how do you apply those lessons moving forward? But when you are able to be more efficient on some of the early downs or not have penalties that shoot yourself in the foot and put you behind the sticks, you're going to be, you know, just a better overall operation offensively. You're going to be able to activate different parts of your plan where you can truly have some of the early down philosophies of our offense come to life. And, you Um, And I thought that was a a combination of, number one, it's always about the players, you know, when good things happen, making it come to life. Um, And then as it relates to some of the mistakes it's say, let's all be accountable to look inward, to own our role within the framework of our responsibility, and then apply it as we move forward and not be afraid to say, I can be better and I will be. How do you handle place kickers? With situations like this. I mean, you still have trust in the guy. I do. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I think the biggest thing, DeMarco, what you realize is that, man, have we been really fortunate since I've been here with the guys mostly being Greg Zerline and Matt Gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brett is an established player in this league that's operated at a high level. I think what you have to be considerate of is it's not exclusively on him. Mm-hmm. There's a hold. There's a snap. There's a excuse me there's a protection and then also we've we've asked him to you know attempt some longer field goals you know these aren't like uh you know consistent inside the 40 attempts mm-hmm. you know these mm-hmm. are these are 40 plus some 50 pluses and he's got great range and so um i think you want to be careful to uh you know to over evaluate i think you want to look at where are the areas that we can improve from an all 11 and let's see that applied and and there are some 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 things from yesterday that i think he can make those but mm-hmm. i do trust that he's resilient and he can respond the right way and mm-hmm. He's shown that throughout his career.
0: In the context of uh, opening up Cooper Cup's practice window, I heard you say the same is true of Oshawn Mathis as well. Uh, not many of us have seen him in a yeah. live setting, but he sure looks the part. What can he bring to your outside linebacker group, and and where are you at that position? Bigger picture, yeah,
1: I think you know we're excited to be able to get Oshan back out on the grass. JB, he's a guy that you know he's got the length, he's got the athleticism, he's got some nuances in it with his ability to be able to rush and put pressure on the quarterback. He was a guy that had really you know taken great steps throughout the offseason program and. Um, Um, You know, then he had the unfortunate setback early on in training camp where, you know, we were able to just kind of get going, and that happened really early in the five day acclimation period. But he's attacked his rehab really, you know, the right way. He looks the part, like you said. Mm -hmm. I thought he had some tangible evidence of saying it's not just looking the part, but it's also being able to deliver on that with a small body of work, um, but something that we're excited to be able to, you know, start that window see exactly when that would be that he'd be ready to to return to action. I, I certainly wouldn't rule out, you know, Philly this week, but again, um, you know, let's let's get these guys out on the field, both he and Cooper, and then let's see what that means as it relates to uh this coming Sunday.
2: Gotta point out your field general too, Ernest Jones, again, led you in tackles. Yeah. It just the guy's just getting better and better. He
1: is. I thought even on the sack that he had earlier in the game, you know, when Aaron ended up winning off, off uh, you know, off his rush on their left tackle, you know, defenses on the right side, he got flushed and then there's a situation where you know Ernest probably wanted to be able to run him into the sidelines but ended up just running him out mm-hmm. of bounds mm-hmm. and kind of smartly being able to pull off, but he's been outstanding. He's another guy that's just been a great leader for our team and for our defense in particular.
0: For that defense and for your coordinator and friend Raheem Morris, if you're going to play the Colts and the Eagles in the same season, is it helpful to have them back to back? I'm not mm. saying Richardson. You got well, to have that approach, versa, but
1: you, you mm. got to have that approach. And uh, I think, you you know, because there's such unique challenges that they present, um, there's a very similar foundational approach re- relative to their scheme and, and some of the things that both Richardson and Hertz and obviously Richardson's really young in his career. Hertz has done an outstanding job and, um, you know, his career and his resume is well documented, especially over the last couple years um, and what he's done. Done. And so it, it, that's the only choice you got. So right. we'll we'll, uh, we'll use it and, and we'll, we'll have an optimistic approach. But it's going to be a great challenge because, you know, their offense is a handful. They've got great players all over their offense. They do an excellent job. I think Brian Johnson has done a really nice job, um, you know, taking over for Shane Steichen as the offensive play caller. And then, you know, Nick is heavily involved. Nick Sirianni, their head coach with the offensive side as well with his background. But uh, let's go, man. We're ready to go. See, We're excited.
2: They're asking me, like, are, are you guys scared? It's Philly. Scared. I'm excited. Let's get it on, man. Yeah. Who asked you want that? The most, scared? The butcher. Uh, he's he's, he's we a have fan.
1: Tremendous respect for them. But if you don't love, yeah. the, I mean, this the NFL ain't for you if you're scared. I want to know
0: uh, who on your look team is going to run the tush push, the the brotherly shove this week. And do you need DeMarco for anything this week? If we
1: could replicate that, man, we'd be running that a lot more, too. It is unbelievable. And Jeff Stoutland, their offensive line coach – uh, going back a handful of years, he, was, he got there even when, when Coach uh, Chip Kelly was there, who's just you know who I have tremendous respect for, too. What a great job he does with that group up front and, and the nuances and the fine-tuned details at which they're able to execute that. It is, it is something, isn't it? So, no, we, I, I, don't know, I don't know that we can replicate <laughs> you're that. On the, you're on the makeover. We, we might I'm have to get kidding. six DeMarcos across the board. You line up five offensive linemen a tight end, maybe seven. Wait, we'll am, am I to carrying it? Both, both, both edges. I don't get to carry it? I'm just blocking? We'll put you at quarterback and accept the snap. There you go. He I'll do, do that. that too. I'll dive in there. I'll get
2: you a first down. Yeah. Let's
0: go. <laughs> Let's play some home games. Let's get back Let's to get SoFi Stadium. A three-game set begins in week five against the Philadelphia Eagles. Sean, thank you for your time Thanks, on this guys. Monday. Have a good week ahead. DeMarco, JB Long. This the Coach McVeigh show, as always, presented by Microsoft Surface. Yeah.